and welcome to the inaugural episode of The Small World Show, where I interview all the amazing and interesting people who I meet around the world during my travels. So today for our very first guest, we have one of my best friends, the amazing Finnish <laughs> phenom Heidi Wallstrom. Hi guys, whoever is listening to. <laughs> Yes. How does it feel to be the very first episode or very first guest on the Small World Show? I'm very honored. I'm super excited about it because when you first told me about the podcast, I was very excited about it. Like, um, I also done some podcasting, not really, but I think it's so much fun, and I'm really happy that I get to be the first guest. Also, yeah, I was super happy to have you, and I mean, I think. If it wasn't for you, honestly, this would have taken a lot longer to get off the ground because <laughs> for everybody listening, I've, me and Heidi have been like going back and forth about like a day to record and uh, yeah. Heidi finally, finally got me off my, off my ass today and was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. Maybe like two weeks we have been thinking about like, okay, when should we do this? And right. then we come up with a date and then we're like, ah, no, maybe we should move it and now we finally got to this point that we're actually recording it so <laughs> yeah totally and it doesn't help that we have like an eight hour time difference between the two of us right now yeah it's crazy right now it's uh 8 17 uh, in the evening here yeah and where are you right now uh i am in helsinki finland <laughs> nice and that's uh... home that's home for you right yeah, it's, it's what, uh, yeah, what people would call home since it's the place where I'm, I'm born and raised. But I don't know about home yet. Right. Why do you say that? Um, well, I don't know. Just because living in other countries has, like, those countries have also become my homes. So it's, I'm very split with saying that I'm back home when I when I'm back in Finland because I don't know if that's my forever home yet. Yeah. Yeah, you and me actually met in Vienna, Austria. Yes, like two years ago. Yeah, two years ago already. That's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, probably exactly two years ago, pretty much because we were in Bratislava and I think that was like the first time we met. Yeah, that's right. So technically, you and me met in Slovakia. That's true. Not in, not in Vienna. <laughs> that's true. For everybody listening, um, right now I'm in Costa Rica and it's the rainy season, which means that every day um, it just eventually starts pouring rain. So um, you guys, maybe I can edit it out or otherwise maybe. you can just have the soothing uh, sound of it's going to be ASMR from this on. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Welcome to my ASMR Costa Rica experience. <laughs> yes. Um, but is it like really annoying? No, I don't think so. I okay. mean, I can't hear it that much. Okay, cool. So we'll just roll with it. Um, it's just a soothing back 
background noise. It is really soothing, actually. Like, uh, <laughs> it's very like like the other day I was doing yoga in this yeah. like tent thing, and it was just like pouring rain, and it was like in the rainforest. Amazing. It sounds so zen. It's really zen. <laughs> and it sounds like you're really having a nice time there. Yes, but I don't want to jump to that too early because I want to talk about, uh, I want to go back to Bratislava in Slovakia. First yeah. time that I met you, uh, we can talk a little bit about that because that was, yeah. really, that was really funny. Uh, <laughs> you guys like allowed this weird American guy to just like get on the bus with you. Yeah, we were pretty sure that you were going to be a murderer. I remember talking to Lily and Sammy like, okay, like we have no clue who this is. And he just jumped in and said like he, he's going to come with us to Bratislava, which is fine, of course. But what if he's a murderer? <laughs> and then we were just having all these conspiracies about it. But then you just turned out to be a quite normal american dude so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys still haven't uh, found out whether or not i'm actually a murderer no we yeah. we have our suspicions still <laughs> you won't find that out until it's too late <laughs> oh no <laughs> but yeah that was such a good day i mean i still have such fond memories of bratislava and yeah I, actually i think we went there that was only about a week after i moved to vienna oh, yeah. and we went there and you guys were really the first people who i uh who i met over there so um, yeah the city and just the day was wonderful and, and also meeting you guys a lot of really good memories from that yeah it was it was really nice and it was also like um maybe for me it was maybe the second time or the third time meeting lily and sammy also so we yeah. hadn't been hanging out that much together. And then yeah. we formed this gang, the, I believe we called it Bratislava Bitches. And <laughs> that was like the group. And we always like texted there that should we hang out and all that after the trip, which was, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, for everybody listening, Lily and Sammy, and also shout out to Evelina, who is also on the trip, uh, are some of me and Heidi's best friends who, We'll get them on the show eventually too. Yeah. Now we have blackmail on them, right, Heidi? They've been what? name dro- they've been name dropped on the podcast, so now they yeah have name dropping. <laughs> hey. But yeah, that was great. So, and what were you doing in Vienna? You were au pairing, right? Yes, I was au pairing for a half Finnish family, which was I was supposed to stay there for two months. But I ended up staying only for one month because uh, things didn't go so well with the family. Um, because, you know, with all pairing, it's you never know what the family is going to be like yes. and how you're going to click with them. Even though I met with them before I left, I met with the father twice and with the whole family once because they were in Finland. And I was like, OK, they seem really, really nice. But then, of course, you only get like a scratch of like their personalities and what they're going to be like. Yeah. And when the setting is that you live with your like you live where you work, like the house, 
where you look after the kids and clean up and stuff, that stuff that's like yeah you live there and you work there then you see everything you don't see just that tiny glimpse of them you really get to know them right yeah because you're part of their everyday life and it can be very exciting um if you get a really good family of course mm -hmm. and yeah some people are very lucky with that <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah we don't have to dive in too much to uh whether <laughs> or not how lucky you are the reality not the details that staying but with it, that family yeah, but the, the thing is, like, I still had a good time. Yeah, you still had a good time. but Yeah, I still had a good time. And I think, I mean, the thing that made my au pairing uh, journey nice was the people I met right. and the friends I made. Because otherwise, like, the job wasn't maybe my thing that I realized. I don't know if I would do it again. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, it's an easy way of moving uh, out to another country and having at least a bit of a job to do and right. earning a bit of money. So I think it's very great. Yeah, it's a way to get start, kind of your to get started in another country, an easy way to sort of have a place to stay and a little bit of money to spend and like uh, that sort of thing. I know a lot of yeah. people listening or even just out there are curious about like the au pair experience maybe they're thinking about doing it themselves and i and i as somebody who also au paired uh, me and heidi met when we were both up pairing in vienna uh, i think one question i always get asked and maybe you too is like how did you meet people how did you make friends like how did you start your social life so yeah. talk to us a little bit about that yeah so um i actually knew a girl who all paired for the same family as I did and she gave me a really good tip that there's like usually Facebook groups where mm -hmm. where people like I think I don't know what the uh, group was called like Vienna all pairs as simple as that yeah and then people just post there like hey I'm going out for a drink anyone want to join and then people will come there and comment that yes i i will join so it's a it's very easy to find people to hang out with yeah um through social media yeah i think so too because i had a similar experience i think a lot of people are just like don't you think a lot of people are just in the same boat you know like okay yeah. I'm here too. Like I'm looking for friends too. So everybody's kind of eager. Yeah, definitely. Everyone's in the same boat. Like I, I think I also posted like, hi, I'm Heidi and I'm this and this. You did one of those like little old. like uh, intro things. Like, I yeah. Like and I'm like, can someone please hang out with me? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it's like when people post like, Hey, we're going to the amusement park. Anyone want to join? And then we will get like a really big group going and it's it's so much fun. And guess you know that you're in the same boat. Everyone also has kind of the same spirit, I would say. Yeah. Like mindset is quite similar with some, um, like some people have a really the same mindset about things. So then you find your people, so to say. 
Yeah, everybody's really open-minded. And I think maybe it comes from having like such an international group, but like yeah. you, you have to be chill, you know, you have to be like, to be in like a group like that. Everybody's always like super nice and stuff. And it's so easy to just get like big groups of people together to do stuff. I mean, we had so many yeah. like crazy days and nights there. Yeah, definitely. And because people are, mostly the all pairing work is, you're not going to be doing it all day. So then you have a lot of time off and to see the city and to do what you want. So of course you want to take that, mo like take that opportunity to go and do like different stuff and experience different things. Yeah. So everyone's most... kind of doing something like every day. Yeah, definitely. And that's nice. So you were in Vienna from, was it September 2019 to November 2019? Uh, I think I was all of September and I think I left in the beginning of October. Because okay. then, then that's when I went to travel for two weeks on my own. And where'd you go? Uh, I, I started with Salzburg because I really wanted to see that city. And then I went to Munich. And then from there, I came back to Vienna, I think. Yeah, for a weekend because I wanted to go to the Wiener Weissen with you and Simon. And then I continued to uh, Krakow, Poland, and then to Brno and also then to Prague. And that was the last stop. And then I went, came back, back to Finland. Damn, yeah, you packed it in during those two weeks. Yeah, I, I just figured out like, okay, I was supposed to stay uh, here longer. And now that I don't really have anything waiting for me in Finland, why not travel? Like I'm here, it's easier to just take the train or the bus from here to other cities and countries then like to start from Finland because the connections are not that good with bus and train. Yeah. You had to come back to Vienna for the Vienna reason, of course, yes. to party with me and Simon. Yes, that was crazy. <laughs> I have a legendary video of you being pushed in a shopping cart by Simon uh, through the streets of Vienna at like three in the yeah. morning. I remember that video, but I, I'm not sure if I remember that happening. <laughs> it was a lot of beer but that was also an experience that that was so much fun because you really get to know the culture like that's yeah. a really big part of the culture in Austria yeah for everybody listening the Wiener Wiesen is like a big kind of envision like the Oktoberfest uh huge tents um state tents with music live music stages um everybody's walking around with like a stein full of beer, like huge glass mug yes. full of beer. And of course, we can't forget the lederhosen. Everybody's wearing the traditional like Alpine outfit. I yeah. was wearing lederhosen. Yes, you were. And I, I had like a top that reminded uh, of the Dinder. Yes. That is yes, the women's Trachten. And it was so nice. I'll include a picture of you and me in our uh, traditional... Uh, what is it called? Tracht or something? Tracht, I think. Tracht, or Trachten. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
which is the <laughs> German word for traditional clothing or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was fun. That was a good night. And um, yeah, you've yeah. had you've had a couple of chances to to get your to get your Tracht on lately. Yes, right. lately. Um, so just I think three weeks ago, I came back um, from working in the Alps. Uh, that was something that I wanted to do all summer. I work with a company that does trips from Sweden and Finland to the Alps in the winter. It's skiing and in the summer it's hiking. So I got an amazing opportunity to go work um, in Austria, in Bargastein for um, three weeks to be a hiking guide or a travel guide, but also hiking. And uh, there you would definitely have the dindel on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like Dindel headquarters, basically. Yes. Badgestein. Yes, we had uh, dindel at the office that everybody uses. So it was kind of nasty, but <laughs> next time I'll bring my own if I remember Wait, it. Wait, you had like a community dindel that everybody was wearing? <laughs> well, it was... <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, it's been there for years. It's the, the what the guides use for the welcome meetings and stuff. I okay. watched it before. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> but yeah, the um, opportunity of uh, going to the Alps for that three weeks came kind of all of a sudden because um, I applied for the whole summer season, but because of COVID, it messed up the season that it started quite late and there wasn't that many people coming on the trips so yeah. that meant there wasn't many uh guides working but then uh, i remember it was a thursday morning i was off that day uh, and i go to my email and i see one week in the alps I was like oh let me check this out what it is and then it's basically said like, hi, do you want to leave in a week to work here for a week? You can stay after for like a week vacation if you want to. And I, of course, call immediately like, uh, yes, I would love to. And then um, later that night, I get a call from the resort manager again. And he's like, yeah, can you leave on Saturday? So this is still on Thursday. And he asked me if I can leave on a Saturday. So I was thinking, first I said no, because I still had shifts to do at the mm. store where I work, worked or work at. <laughs> and um, then I was like, oh, I don't really think I can leave on such short notice yeah but then the whole rest of the night after that call i was thinking why couldn't i leave because my situation with my job is basically that i could leave anytime that's why i stayed in that job so the next morning i go talk to my boss that i would be leaving <laughs> uh the day after <laughs> So uh, Friday morning, I go to talk to him and he's basically saying like, 
no, you can't really go because it's too short of a notice. Right. So I go home for a while and then I'm really, I got mad about it because basically I was like, why couldn't I do it since my contract basically would allow it? Like, why wouldn't I be able to do it? I just got so mad of him saying like, no, you can't go. Because I'm like, no one's going to tell me that. So then after like an hour, I go back um, to talk to him, talk to my boss. And I ask him if there's like legal reasons that I wouldn't be able to leave. And he's like, no, I mean, your contract is fine. Like, Damn, you pulled I out really, the receipts. You pulled out the yeah, fine Yeah, but print. I was like, I just don't want to break the law by leaving. Right. But then um, at the end of the conversation, I just said like, yeah, I would, I'm not coming to work on Monday. I'm leaving. And then he was like, are you sure about this? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure. So that was Badass like one Heidi. of the most nerve wracking things I had to do in the past year at least and uh, that was basically my dream also <laughs> that I could do that someday not to be mean but just like think about myself a little bit then do something for me yeah of course I and mean I do think that was one of the best best decisions I made yeah that's what I wanted to ask you for two reasons one because something amazing came out of it, AKA promotion, which we're coming back to. But second <laughs> is because think about how you, I mean, I think you and me, we travel a lot and maybe we know people who travel a lot too, or, or at least want to. And a yeah. lot of times people will say like, oh, that's something I really want to do. Um, but you know, I just don't have the time or I just don't, I, you know, I really want to yeah. do that. I wish I could do that. But you know, and, and my thought is always like, course you can like in the moment yeah. you are so stressed probably about the consequences of telling your boss that but then yeah. look at what you're saying now that was one of the best decisions you made and like people always think it's like this end of the world but in reality it's like and it's easier said than done of course but like, yeah of course but the, I think uh also when I was au pairing I got a lot of people come to me like wow, I really think you're so brave of going on a tr like, trip or a journey like that because like, you never know what's going to happen when you leave your home, home country. Like, you, can't, you don't know what to expect, of course. It's and that scary. does take courage. But like, I do get so many people like, still come to me like, oh I really wish I could do traveling as you do I'm like just do it like there's there's nothing really special that like enables me to do the traveling and not you I mean of course there could be the question of money but if you yes. if you go abroad to work that's your source of money. And a lot of times companies will pay for your flights there if you really, if they want you to work there. So it's just a, the matter of like doing your research, what you can go and do abroad, where you can work and all that. Yeah, and I think you make a really good point. Like, of course, money is always like the big elephant in the room. 
Um, and obviously you have to make sure you're being smart and you have enough savings to make the trip. Or like you said, or you find a way of making income abroad. Like for example, being an au pair, you know, it's not that much money, but it's enough to get by. Yeah. And, um, so of course, I think that's a really big, a good point that you make like, yeah, okay, let's travel around the world. Well, with what money you have to have the money, yeah. but when it comes to like the, I don't want to say like bravery, but like the motivation to do it, like just do it and figure it out later, I guess. Yeah. And basically, of course, depending on the country, um, you can basically do the same jobs in that country as you did back home, of course, depending on what it was. But if you, if you're uh, uneducated, you can still get a job. Because I'm, I'm not educated other than high school or upper secondary school. And I can still go on these journeys of working abroad. That doesn't stop me, even if I don't have an education. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you were even on pairing in the U.S. for a year, right? Uh, not all pairing. I w- then I was just studying. Okay, that's right. It was so, like a high school exchange. exchange. Yeah, high school exchange. And that one, I was very, very lucky that um, I was able to do that because that was kind of like one of my big dreams that I wanted to do when I was young. And um, I'm fortunate enough to have a family that's... Um, had the money to get me there because it's it's really not cheap no, to do not. that but then otherwise other than that um like when i lived in the u.s all the other times when i've been living abroad i've been working so um you can really you can find a job easily kind of quite easily i would say yeah, so tell us about the job that you just got offered, your promotion. Yeah, so uh, it does have to do with the um, Alps and working for the company that I worked for the three weeks now um, in August, September. Um, I got offered a resort manager uh, spot in Italy. So I'm very excited about that. I haven't signed the contracts yet. I haven't gotten them yet, but it's quite um, quite sure that I'm going to be the resort manager there. So you got to drop your Venmo in the show notes. Everybody's got a Venmo <laughs> Heidi or, or Cash App. Everybody's got to buy Heidi a drink because she just <laughs> got a, a resort manager position. That's amazing. Yeah. It's really it's, amazing. Um, yeah, it's, I'm kind of nervous about it because... Uh, I mean, the resort that I'm going to, which is cannot say, I already spent one winter there, which was the winter before Corona. And it's in Italy, so, uh, right? Yeah, in Italy. It's uh, in uh, in the Dolomites, um, really close to South Tyrol. So it's quite close to Austria. Um, but I spent my winter 1920 there. And uh, I know the place, which is very nice. And when I was applying for the winter season, I, I told the HR manager that, hey, I really want to go to Kanate. And he, I think for him, it was clear that I was going there just because I, I have been there before and they want someone who has at least one season of experience there 
to be the resort manager and the manager that I had when I was there as just the travel guide um, she's studying so she wasn't gonna do a season anymore so then it was amazing. passed on to me amazing yeah congrats you definitely earned it I mean I'm sure they knew like they knew you from when you were a travel guide and they, I'm sure that they saw like your dedication and stuff yeah. and like it was probably no-brainer for them uh, yeah yeah I mean I hope so <laughs> I don't know I, I mean I, I do think it it was with I had to do with also the boss I had the resort manager I had because she she was really great of like teaching me and showing me the stuff that resort managers do and she was really like um supportive of me because she knew that I want to do more seasons and she was really supporting my my growing as a travel guide and and basically giving me the goods that I need to be the resort manager. The goods. Gotcha, yeah, the, the goods. goods. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So, and so you'll start this coming winter, right? Pretty soon now. Yes. So the season should start in January, in the beginning of January. I think I'm going to go there a week before the season starts so I can get everything kind of set up. Um, and then I'm also hoping that I can work in December a little bit because that's when the company I work for arranges these, uh, how to say, Christmas party trips. It's not like a party party trip, but it's like yeah, a long weekend that you can come and spend in the Alps. And um, I, I already have shown interest in working that also because right now my motivation is that I just want to go to the Alps as fast as I can. And they know yeah. that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and how come for skiing, just for getting out of Finland? What's, what's pulling you there? I mean, of course, the skiing, but also just the the past year and everything with corona has been quite tough it's been very tough for me to um like work here in finland because the past year i have been doing to like at least two different jobs but at, at the worst times i had four different jobs that i would be going like jumping from job to job so it's super super stressful and I'm, I'm just looking forward to having a a job that I I know I have enough work and it's just that one thing that I have to do it's not like uh you work now you work here on Monday but then you're gonna go uh to this other place to do a whole other thing on Wednesday so way too much to manage all that stuff yeah it it has been very very tough and right now i'm also in the situation um <laughs> but the, now my motivation is that it's a few more months and then i'll be where i'm supposed to be let's say yeah, that for sure yeah definitely yeah yeah i know what you mean i mean i've been as far as the multiple jobs thing, I haven't experienced that, but I know what it's like to be moved back home during COVID yeah. and just kind of like being back where you grew up during yeah. this past year uh, has been 
horrible for everybody, yeah. let alone people like us who are like, you know, we have to go, go, right. go. We have to go like see, like, let's go like travel, travel, travel. Yeah. It's just been hard. So. And I think the thing with you and me both is that we kind of started the like traveling journey just before or just when COVID yes. hits. So that made it even harder because like at that point when I went to pairing and when I did my first season in the Alps, uh, that was my first gap year. So first year after high school and I'll, I really wanted to spend that traveling and I got to do that for most of the year or parts of the year, which I'm very lucky to have. But then yes. when COVID hits, it just, it has been very hard because especially I wanted to work for the travel company all the time, but then that wasn't possible because traveling was a no-go. So now I'm very, very happy that things seem to be better with that. Yeah. And you and me both can be traveling <laughs> around again. Definitely. Yeah, it's a blessing and something that you can't take for granted for sure. Uh, and I think coming out of this, um, we will be even more like than we already were even more like, okay, let's just do it because there's yeah. really no tomorrow. So yeah, let's just true. make it happen. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think, like, from all of this, I would say that you just, if you're thinking about doing something, like going abroad, just do it. Like, if there's, if you don't have any, like, let's say adult responsibilities that will keep you back in your home country, please just go. Like, there's really no reason. You will, I think you will always find a way if you try hard enough to get a job abroad and you will survive as long as you like put a little bit of effort to it. Mm -hmm. As long as you aren't super stupid. I mean, we're both, or, well, I'm at least a little stupid <laughs> and like we still have made it happen. Uh, yeah. You make, you make a really good point there. In addition to what you said earlier about the money, I think you have to have your money figured out and yeah. you have to have like you said adult responsibilities figured out, which is a very good point. I mean, you and me, yeah. we both don't have kids. Like no. we, so I think those are the two big sort of prerequisites. And once you have yeah. those things figured out, then yeah, for sure, just. Yeah, it's, I would say it's it. always good to have some, like, of course it's good to have save a little bit of savings at least when you move to another country, even though if you're working. So yeah. if you're thinking about going abroad, maybe, get a job before so that you can save up like if yeah. you're still in high school and you just have some time to do weekend shifts and so on then i would i would say that that's a good thing to do because then you get that pocket money like if you right. if you need to get into your savings then you have that security yeah and anything helps i mean just anything here or there and once you're abroad i mean being smart stay in hostels go grocery yeah. shopping versus eating out every night, you know, stuff like right. that. And yeah. you'll figure it out. I mean, I'm in Costa Rica right now. I came here four weeks yeah. ago without any plan. I mean, I've had like the first six nights booked at a hostel. And since then I've just made it happen. You know, I met yeah. people who rented a car and they were driving one place, then another. And I 
hopped in the car, chipped in, you know, you just find ways, you find like-minded people and like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's been amazing. I mean, it's yeah. been amazing. Like I think about like, <laughs> these have been the best three weeks of, of the entire year, like bar none. Right. Uh, and like, it's, I've been the happiest that I've been in the entire year. And like, when I told people in the States, like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to Costa Rica for two months alone. They were just like, and okay. Yeah. To be fair, Americans are not the most like cavalier people when it comes to international <laughs> travel, but they were just like, really? Like you're going to get kidnapped. You're going to get this and that. I was like, well, really? I mean, of course, the, the, in every country, there's the dangers. Right. But you just have to be a little, you have to have a little bit of smartness in you. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, just, just don't go like super, super smashed drunk to some dark alley. Yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> like research the bad neighborhoods, like where stuff happens and yes. avoid those. Yeah, safety in numbers for sure. I mean, even like I'm a man and so solo traveling is one thing, like, but obviously it's different when you're a woman and like you said, mm -hmm. safety in numbers. Like last night, me and some friends were having like a beach party at like one in the morning and like yeah. somebody was like, hey, I'm going to go for a walk like on the beach. And we we're like, no, no, no. Like you got to at least go with somebody or yeah. like you just got to be smart. And like, and you make another good point, like alcohol. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. partied a lot and I do party a lot, but like, yeah, be smart, be safe and make friends is the most, yeah. making friends is just the best way to be safe. Cause then you got somebody looking out for you, especially when definitely. you're solo. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's one big thing. Cause I, I know like, um, even I was in Bologna, um, after I, I was done in the Alps, I went to Bologna for a day um and during the day i was there with my friend but then my friend uh left so the evening i was basically all alone and i was a little bit nervous actually because it had it has been a while since i've been traveling just alone and it was in the evening and i don't i actually didn't look up how safe bologna would be but but uh, i mean i could see that it was okay yeah but I, I did get a little bit scared, like being a woman walking alone. That's definitely something that even here in Finland can be a little bit scary. So then uh, I went for dinner and I was like, okay, I don't want to stay up way too late because um, I want to get home when it's still kind of a lot of people out. So it's not mm -hmm. just like, the sketchy people out yeah yeah so then it was like i just girl bossed it and had my confident face on and just walked as fast as i could but not looking like i was panicking just looking like i was a busy woman going <laughs> going to out to eat or something like that and then that really helped no one harassed me so it was nice <laughs> and then yeah. uh, i think i think i told you Andrew, that I was gonna call you if I if I got into a situation that's I needed someone yeah. to talk to. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, always do that. You can always text me about that stuff. That's a good yeah. thing to do. Um, 
Yeah, you definitely have that girl boss vibe when you get it going. <laughs> you know, Heidi's always wearing super fashionable blazers. She's there, cowboy boots. She's she's definitely uh, my fashion inspiration. Oh, uh, thank you. I've been getting into that more. Um, I think maybe because of COVID, finding happiness in that when I'm back here. Yeah, you, you were thrifting today, right? Yes, I was. I didn't find anything. <laughs> Nothing, but I nothing. did get a trench coat, like ordered it secondhand from from this app. So <laughs> I'm excited about that. Nice. But now it's like back here in Finland, I try to find happiness in, in other things since I since I'm not like on the go in another country exploring. So I think for me, coming up with nice outfits that just make me feel good is something that brings me a little bit more happiness and joy to this to this time of life here yeah nice nice and i know that when i'm back in the alps i don't really maybe have time or maybe it's not even the place to uh explore fashion that much (laughs) you don't have the energy to put into it so it's nice to get into that when I'm back here in Finland. So it's something to do. Yeah, and the Alps, you just have to wear a tracht and then you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, you're good to go, basically. That and ski pants. Perfect. <laughs> That's the outfit. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. you need. Here in Costa Rica, it's just like, like, I don't think I've worn a shirt in two weeks. No. Well, it's probably very warm there. It's very warm and very sweaty. It's very humid yeah um with the rain season of course yeah definitely but luckily the sun i mean the sun's peeking out right now and it's it's been um even for the rainy season like you can't expect too much but we've had some sun the last week or two so it's been it's been nice yeah and i should say where i am i'm staying in a place called santa teresa it's on the um it's in an area of Costa Rica called the Nicoya Peninsula. And I'm all the way down at the very end of the peninsula. There are some amazing beaches here. Uh, this It's a really well known for surfing um, and sunsets. And it's just like, the sunsets have not disappointed. I haven't had the chance to go surfing yet, but it's, it's really a beautiful place. Um, yeah. So enjoying the trip so far. It's very nice that you can work from the hostel and then then after go do what you want yeah and a huge shout out to um the chain of hostels that i'm staying in are it's called selena selena with an s and um i just have to shout them out on the podcast because were you gonna say something heidi i i'm pretty sure they actually have like a hotel in Badgastein they do also. they do because i was i was at a party there Okay, so you know exactly what I'm talking about then. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know about how their Austrian location is, but um, all of the ones in Costa Rica are like designed for like remote workers. Um, they have like co-working spaces. Um, they're kind of like really nice hostels, but you can also like book a room and um, they have like events and stuff. They do tours. Um, yeah, like because you have a you have a your own room there, right? Right, or you can choose to stay in the dorms, like a, yeah. any other hostel. And um, yeah, they're really nice. I mean, I've stayed in three so far, 
and um, I'm planning to continue. They also have this like deal where if you pay like a monthly rate, you can stay in multiple ones for like, it, it's really just a great solution if you're like a remote worker. Yeah, that's really nice. But yeah, that's and so ho cool. hostels are very like the inex inexpensive choice. Yes, yes. And I will the Salinas are a bit more pricey as far as hostels go, but if you take mm -hmm. the dorm versus the room, um, I mean you'll you'll still be paying way less than at like a regular hotel. So yeah. yeah, and hostels are just the best for meeting people. I mean Yeah. I came here alone and I've met so many cool people. I mean, I came to Austria alone and I met you and like we're besties. So it's just. Yeah. I think hostels are like, if you're traveling anywhere, even if you're just on a trip, I think it's worth it to stay in a hostel. Like, okay, may, like I was a little bit strange out about the idea of staying in a hostel before, um, before I went on my solo travels after the, pairing because I had never stayed in a hostel and I just had like this image that it's not nice but I found really nice hostels and for really cheap in yeah. Salzburg and München and it was amazing like I met people right away in Munich also when when I just went to sit in the bar of the hostel and then people just come to you like hey we're going out tonight do you want to come with Right. Yeah. And you ended up going out with like a huge group of people that night. Right. Didn't yes. It was people from all over. Like there was this American. She was like a TV reporter also. Like she was with us. And then there was like a lot of people from the U UK. Like I think there was a Scottish person that I could not understand what they said. And then there was <laughs> people from Australia and just like basically I think every, almost every continent. And we just had this big group and then we went out and it was so much fun. Amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So hostels are definitely recommended. I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. They're good for, they're definitely good if you like to socialize. Yeah. And I think like um, some hostels do so that you can actually work for the hostels. I've heard about that too, that you can work for the hostels and then you get to stay there and maybe get paid a bit also. Yeah, I've heard that too. I think, I mean, I know some people who have volunteered to work like the reception, for example, or, yeah. you know, like I know a friend who's doing that in Vienna right now. My f actually a friend of mine who's doing that here in Costa Rica for a while. So yeah, uh, I guess we could even add that to our list of like a pairing or other ways to like get abroad for cheap, you know? Yeah, you definitely. So money. And if you like, even if you just decide like, oh, I'm just going to go travel. I mean, if it allows that you don't need a working visa or anything, then it's easy just to go on the internet and, um, or maybe even just go to a hostel and ask like, if you can work there and stay there and kind of compensate the cost of the stay by working. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because usually they don't require much. I mean, I guess maybe multilingualism is a help for sure. But yeah, um, I think with English, you can go a long way, I think. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. Depending on the country, of course. Right. If you're listening to this podcast, you're already 
you can understand us in English, you're already uh, <laughs> good to go abroad. <laughs> yeah, you're ready to work at a hostel. Yeah, but I, I would say anyone who is listening and maybe thinking about going abroad, you can make a little list out of these things that we have been talking about, mm -hmm. like how to get a job abroad, like what to do abroad. <laughs> yeah, because we're cheap and we like to travel, so we know all the secrets <laughs> yeah. by now. Yeah, we, we're still still getting all the best hacks, travel hacks. And yeah. Yeah, it's too bad because I was supposed to come and see you in this past spring. And then right. the border yeah. was closed to people coming from Austria, so I couldn't come visit you in Finland. But yeah, I was very sad about that because we were supposed to meet in Estonia. That's right. That's right. And have a day in Estonia. And I um. And I had bought my ticket and I was like, I really want to go to Estonia. Then I took my dad with me, so it was fine. But I was still sad that I didn't get to show you Finland and like yeah, party with you again here. And Definitely, yeah. We Because we, we haven't seen each other since um, Vienna, right? It's been almost no. two years now, right? Yeah. So, well, Prague was the last... Oh, Prague. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> you almost forgot. <laughs> we don't need to talk yeah. about Prague. No, but that was the... It was very nice of you guys to come to Prague with me when it was my last weekend of traveling. And yeah, then that was amazing. A bunch of au pairs from the Facebook group came to Prague with us. And then we had a really nice weekend. It was an amazing weekend. Yeah, I just make that joke with Heidi about not wanting to talk about it because <laughs> I got really drunk and moody one night. <laughs> yeah, I, I got very drunk also. So, yeah, we but, don't need to talk about that actually. <laughs> but it was amazing. I mean, the city was the city is so beautiful. It is. It's especially in the fall with the colors and like that bridge. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and it's that, very cheap also. It's cheap. And it's really fun. Like we went clubbing yeah. at that one club with like the five levels. I never each... got there, but. Oh, that's right. Okay. Sorry. That's part of the story. But anyway, <laughs> there's this club in Prague that has five stories or levels and each yeah. story has a different um, genre of music. So it's yeah. a really cool place to visit. But yeah. And as yeah. Heidi mentioned, it's, a, it's cheap and it's fun and it's beautiful. So yeah. Prague is a great place. Yeah, just like anyone traveling in Europe, I think Prague is one of the places to see. I would actually go back there just to see it again, just because I think maybe we yeah. didn't see everything. And Definitely, yeah. The weekend yeah. wasn't maybe enough, but... I agree. Yeah. But um, you're coming to Europe again, and maybe we'll actually meet there. Yeah, wow. let's do it. Let's do it. I, I just booked a flight to Spain uh, two days ago. Really? On um, November 26th. Okay. So, and I will be in Europe for six weeks, so for Christmas and New Year's. Um, and I have no plans other than entering in Spain and leaving from Spain. That's it. Nice. Okay. So well, let's hang we out definitely we have to come up with something um i know i might be i'm going to spain before you actually so too bad it's not the same time uh but i'm going uh on a trip with my friends um next month 
Nice. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that just, just to see something else also. Yeah, so you've got some nice trips lined up. You're going to Spain and then a little bit after that off to the Alps again, right? Yeah, and I, I think I might be going to Italy again uh, in uh, between yes. there to uh, go to my friend's graduation, but... Your, we'll that's see. your friend who you've been visiting a couple of times lately. Yes, then. yes. Okay. And that's also so great of having friends all around the world because I I really just, like this summer, I was like, oh, I really want to go to Italy. And I was like, well, I have my friend there. So I just messaged her like, um, I want to come to Italy. So do you want to like host me? So I went to Italy for nine days and we, we had a blast. And it was also like first time seeing each other in three years. And yeah. we met when we were exchange students. So it was so nice to see her again after such a long time. Yeah, you had a good time there. You met the love yeah. of your life. No. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with myself. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah no so, but definitely a perk of having um friends abroad you can always stay with them right yeah i mean if you're not having a fight of course <laughs> that's an important detail <laughs> yeah but i think most people you meet abroad and become become friends with um they're usually quite open-minded and nice about it like i'm i would be very happy to host anyone who comes to finland and i want that to happen so that's why i was sad that you andrew didn't come i know here. i know i know i know i want that to happen too we'll make it happen yeah yeah and likewise for anybody who wants to come and see the great state of michigan in the u.s <laughs> <laughs> although i don't know i'm not there very often i try not, not to that. yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah it's like you said, it's just, I mean, you meet people when you travel and then you make those connections and one thing leads to another and you just, hey, I'm in your country. Like, you know, are you right. here? Can I stay with you? And nine times out of 10, yeah, most people are. And also I make that joke to our listeners. I make that joke that Heidi found the love of her life because we're both, we both like to write and Heidi shared with me some of her amazing <laughs> fiction slash nonfiction about her trip to Italy. Yeah. I'm not going to put you on the spot about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thing that I basically wrote, but I was very proud of it. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. I want you to publish it. Well, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I have to have to get on the same same working uh, field as what you do writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. I'll leave that to you for now and stick with my travel guide. Okay, that's fair. You got to write it and finish. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't feel comfortable enough in my finish to write. Because that's the thing with when you're traveling a lot. For me, English is probably the language I'm most comfortable with and I feel Amazing. that that feels the easiest to speak in. So that helps when you travel and when you travel that also you get to practice the languages. Yeah, definitely. 
and get to know new languages, which yeah, is cool. I think both you and me are big language nerds. Yeah. That's like a big part of traveling. And I mean, it's really important. So, yeah. And if you want to know the culture, like one of the thing is the language. So yeah. Yeah. If there's any interest on the, like, uh, starting to study a new language, just do it. Just do it. it don't it, be embarrassed. There's no harm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be embarrassed. Just try. I mean, even if you only know a few words, like it's enough to start and just get momentum. And I mean, I don't know. I never, never taken a Spanish lesson or anything, but here I've just been like in the past three weeks, you know, I've learned more Spanish than my whole life. And it's only because, you know, I just knew a few words like, hola, como estas, esta bien, stuff. And yeah. it just comes. So I yeah. met this guy, like I was out clubbing last week and, you know, of course I had a couple beers. So that always <laughs> helps with the language, but he didn't speak any English and uh, like, somehow like i ended up like communicating with him like what time is this club open till like do you want to come dance like what's yeah. up and like now like we're writing on whatsapp and like we're gonna go like to the beach later this week and like hang out so like that's awesome if i had just been embarrassed and not even tried to speak it like none of that would have happened so yeah exactly yeah it's it's really important i agree with you yeah and i i think even if you're sitting in your home country thinking about oh i want to learn a language just start with it and then you have we'll a reason to travel of course because you learn the languages best when you're in the country where there's where they speak it natively like 100%. that's the best the best way to learn a language especially if you live in a place like the us where you know english or one language is pretty much it just start and like just just do it because I mean I spent years and years studying German in the U.S. and like all the how many however many years I spent studying German were like nothing compared to like that year in Austria so it's yeah I definitely agree with you Heidi that's like the most just go and like just throw yourself into it and yeah sink it's, or swim. it's gonna be hard when you start with it because I remember when I came to the U.S. I mean, I, th I think I had a pretty good base with my English when I went for my year abroad. But then it's still hard because you're nervous about if you understand anything. And you, I was studying in high school in the US. So I was going to the teachers like, hi, I'm an exchange student. So I might ask a lot of questions if I don't understand. But that's, mm -hmm. you learn so quickly when you're, in the situation where you have to use it because yeah. no one in america spoke finnish yeah <laughs> so, so that was that not was exactly a, a common common language in the u.s no <laughs> not really yeah i feel like mm. there should be like a thing that i always do like every episode like a question yeah. that i always ask people yeah you could have that but that could be like the last thing what about like what is like it doesn't have to be your favorite but like what's one of your favorite uh travel memories okay that you wanna i mean we've already talked about so many like you know yeah vina and, and kanaze and, so uh, and like your trip to italy and like um 
it's really hard to decide. Doesn't have to be your favorite. Just yeah. Like, um, because hey. I have been lucky enough to travel also with my family, like go on vacations and stuff. But I, I do think like the experiences I've had working abroad and also studying abroad have been, of course, my favorite ones. Because because yeah. there you grow a lot when you're like in a foreign country because you you learn how you you got so you get so independent because you don't have your family there to support you of course by phone and all that but not the same way as when you're with them so you grow a lot and learn a lot about yourself also so i i do think one of the best things in my travels has been the when I worked as the travel guide when I was uh, skiing that's like one of my favorite things because I got so close I got one of my best friends there um she was like my boss but we got so close and she was my best friend and then just the whole season was so amazing. I got to do what I loved. I got to ski almost every day. And I got yeah. to work with people, which is, I think I'm supposed to do that. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm maybe set to work in, in the office. I, I just felt like when I was in Italy and well, also when I was now as the hiking guide in Austria, you just feel at home because your the colleagues I have, they're in the same situation as I am. Like, and you just spend so much time together that you really become a family. And that's like one of the best things because I, I always know that I will have my yellow family, which we call it. And I know I can go to any one of them uh, if, if there's something I need to talk about or it's, it's really nice to know that you have those people and uh, anyone I met abroad, I really, I really hold them close to my heart. Like it's really important to me. Yeah. Like everyone I meet. Wow. Yeah. But, but I'm the most important one, right? Yes, of course. Yes. Just want to clear that, clear that up. Yeah, but the, yeah, definitely memories, anything from when I was working. Also, uh, all the travels I did when I was after repairing and all the, all the travels we did together to Bratislava and everything like that, they're there's just really fun memories. Like you look back at them and you're like, wow, I can't believe I got to experience that. Yeah, definitely. That's the best, best thing. I think that's the, all the memories you get. And the people that you meet along the way. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I, I don't think, I mean, I hope that I never stop exploring and, and living in 
foreign countries to get to know the cultures because you just meet the people that are so much like you because they have the same mind mind like they like to travel and that's a, a really big thing that you have in common but you also end up having even more stuff in common just i don't know it's the same spirit i guess yeah for sure everybody's got the same like itch yeah and everybody's so interesting i mean i was joking with somebody here at the hostel like only like no boring people are allowed here you know what i'm saying like you're just <laughs> like i'm not I'm, and i say that jokingly of course but like yeah. almost almost like automatically like you're gonna be interesting or have a story like if you yeah. like stay in a place like this or like a hostel or anywhere so that's and that's like why I, I wanted to start this show because like you just meet so many cool people yeah. it's like they're just coming to you yeah. almost every day so yeah. yeah and the stories they have everybody has a different story like even though you could be so much like the person like someone you meet abroad but then like the stories like what they have back home and everything they can be so very different so that just kind of reminds you like we're all the same even though we're really not i don't know it's very deep but <laughs> i think so nice quote it quote it same but different <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now before, okay, so before I let you go, I want to ask you um, if there's anything like, you have your own podcast, uh, you, are, you do you want to promote it? Is there anything you're working on? Is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Uh, anything you, the, the stage is yours, if you want, uh, if you want to take well, it, no pressure. I'll give a shout out to anyone, like everyone who's listening to this, and I've met you when I was traveling. Shout out to y'all. Like, really. Shout out to Andrew. <laughs> like, okay. this is... A, I really... I was so excited to do this. Because, um, yeah, it's a super nice concept that you have here. Uh, and I definitely want to hear, like, all the episodes. And I'm probably going to listen to this one also. <laughs> Just because... <laughs> you better but yeah i will and uh well anyone maybe if there's some finnish people listening uh and anyone who is interested in au pairing i do have my podcast on my experience as an au pair um it listen was, to it. it it's in finnish and um it was basically just updates from the weeks that i had and what I was doing and how everything was going. And I know that a lot of people that I have in my contacts in like Instagram and Snapchat probably has listened to it. But if you're interested in all pairing, uh, that's one experience from that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everybody go listen to it. I don't speak any Finnish. I still listen to it. Uh, it's great. Understood about 5% of it, but that 5% was killer. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, of course you can go follow my Instagram if you want to plug see my it. travels. Plug it. It's uh, Heidi Elizabeth. I was underscore. <laughs> I'll put and, it in the show um, notes. Nice. Um, they, I do post quite a lot on my stories when I have the time. And if there's something interesting, uh, otherwise there's just some cool pictures from my travels, like a lot of them. And I never really delete my posts. So if you scroll deep enough, you find my US pictures. So <laughs> if you're going on an exchange here, maybe <laughs> there's right. stuff from that too. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Heidi, for coming on and for being the Thank very you. first guest. Thank you, Andrew. My pleasure. <laughs> pleasure was mine. <laughs> and for everybody listening, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the very first episode of the Small World Show. Um, keep an eye out for the next episode. I have no idea when it will be or who it will be with, but it's going to be good. Don't miss it. Bye, everyone.